Morning, it's November 10th, and this is to my liberal friends. Say it ain't so, Joe. This was the cry from White Sox fans after Shooters Joe Jackson was accused of taking a bribe in the 1919 World Series. It was never proven, but the saying took off, and over the years it's led to a comment about anyone getting disappointing news. So today the Democrats in the Senate are saying it over and over. I got to know Joe Manchin very well when I was in Washington. My younger brother actually helped to manage Manchin's governor's race. Joe Manchin is one of the most honorable men I knew in D.C. He was a man of values. He was often on the other side of his own party, but tried to do what he felt was right. As a moderate, he increasingly fell out of step with the more liberal members of the Democratic caucus. Rumors were always circulating that he would switch parties, but Joe has been a Democrat all his life and he was not going to switch. He was a Democrat in West Virginia when the state was a reliable blue state. But times have changed and the people of West Virginia began to realize the National Democratic Party did not share their values. West Virginia is an energy producing state and coal mining remains an industry in the state and coal miners are a revered part of the state's history. I was just in Morgantown last Saturday to watch the Mountaineers crush my BYU Cougars. As you enter Milan Pushkar Stadium, they have a large piece of polished coal on a pedestal and Mountaineer fans rub the piece of coal for good luck on the way in. West Virginia has become a red state in recent elections and Manchin remained the one Democrat that could win in the state. But Joe Biden's promise to end the coal industry sent the state spiraling towards becoming a ruby red state and a reliable vote for Republicans. This made it more difficult for someone like Joe Manchin to keep winning as the Biden administration policies were an anathema to the working men and women of the state. Manchin was being challenged by the governor, Jim Justice, and Justice has held a strong lead in the polls. Manchin was first elected with 60% of the vote in 2012, but in 2018 barely won with 49% of the vote as Democratic policies took their toll on someone once as popular as Manchin. In the last two years, Manchin has been a thorn in the side of the Biden administration. He was considered a deal maker and a bridge between the Democrats and the Republicans, but his deciding vote on the Inflation Reduction Act, a bill, by the way, that has nothing to do with inflation, but was a climate change bill, angered West Virginians. Manchin cast the vote with a promise that the Mountain Valley Pipeline would finally be completed. But even with that promise and language in the bill supporting the pipeline, liberals have continued to find ways to delay the final construction, which is 90% done. Now that Joe Manchin has announced that he will not run again in 24, it means a sure pickup for the Republicans and puts the Democrats one vote majority in the Senate in danger. Republicans have good chances of picking up seats in multiple states. And so Manchin's decision has once again angered those on the left. Some have said good riddance because they never liked him. And since he was a man of principle, they could not understand that mindset because they themselves lack any moral compass or principles. In his announcement, Joe Manchin said that he will travel the country and said, quote, after months of deliberation and long conversations with my family, I believe in my heart of hearts that I've accomplished what I set out to do for West Virginia. I've made one of the toughest decisions of my life and decide that I will not be running for re-election to the United States Senate. But what I will be doing is traveling the country and speaking out to see if there is an interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together." End quote. It should not come as a surprise to political veterans that Manchin might explore a run for the presidency as an independent. Heather Manchin, the former chief executive of Milan Pharmaceuticals and Joe's daughter, said she registered a politically active nonprofit organization called Americans Together in late July and that she planned on hiring staff in the coming weeks. 
She said she leads the group and it isn't tied to her father's political prospects or possible campaigns. I'm not sure that's a correct statement. The group is not associated with the centrist No Labels group, but Manchin has shared a stage with John Huntsman, the former Utah governor ambassador, who is associated with the group. Ken Langdon, the billionaire co-founder of Home Depot and a major Republican donor, said Manchin and his daughter have sought his backing for their endeavor. He said that he read their pitch and had a phone call with a senator earlier and that their effort has his support. Should Joe Manchin decide to make a run as a third-party candidate, both Democrats and Republicans have to figure out the calculus of such a run. Would he hurt Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Which candidate would be affected the most, and in which battleground states would a Manchin candidacy affect the outcome? States like Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, and Wisconsin are the ones that will determine the winner. And a Manchin on the ballot would only need several thousand votes to swing the election to either Biden or Trump. And it's no secret there are millions of Democrats and Republicans, as well as independents, that are not enthralled with both Biden and Trump. They find someone like Manchin a moderate who's always tried to unite people in appealing candidate. Now, I don't think Joe Manchin has any chance of winning the presidency, but being on the ballot could certainly change the electoral counts in the end. In my opinion, this hypothetical candidacy worries Democrats more. Biden's age and apparent infirmities make him vulnerable. Biden's allies, allies have been insisting that independent and third-party candidates cannot win the White House and argue such candidates revert they risk diverting support for Biden in key states that could cost Democrats, Democrats the White House, and that they always have to put their key point in the statement and put democracy at risk. In closing, I want you to think about that comment, putting democracy at risk. What they're saying is that unless a Democrat is elected, then democracy is at risk. How smug is that comment, and how demeaning to the voters of this country? It is that attitude that only we can truly govern this country that should infuriate every person going to the voting booth. Democracy is allowing the voters to choose, and whatever candidate or party that wins, that's democracy in action. It's not democracy at risk. It's democracy by the voters. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.